Good morning, everybody. I'm going to go through my notes real quick because it's timed this morning. Um, first of all, I wanted to uh, share that the title of it is Wounded Warriors. And as you go to the classes, they'll tell you their titles. Um, Richard and I were watching a movie runtime, and it was called The Darkest Hour. Has anyone seen that movie? Okay, I love it. In the movie, Winston Churchill uh, was the Prime Minister of England at that time. So this was during World War II, and um, Hitler had... Uh, had control of Europe except England. Uh, the prime minister is the president like the United States is here. They have two parties that are like the Republicans and the Democrats and never shall the two meet. So if you've seen that movie, you can actually see how they scream, yell, shout, and call each other names and laugh at each other and they're very insulting. <laughs> they vote like ours do and usually disagree in the parliament. Hitler had already captured all of Europe. He already was starting to bomb over it in Europe. He had all the other countries at that time. And they were even saying that um, he was going to have one of his Swatsikas, I think it's called, from Birmingham Palace, even in front of theirs, if he had conquered them. Churchill walked through the streets of London, which he rarely did, and got on a subway full of people. He told them that he had to make a decision to either go to war with Hitler or surrender to him. He asked them while he was on the subway and he was uh, talking about the war. Churchill told them that if he goes to war with Hitler, thousands of English citizens will die. Their country will be bombed with buildings and their homes will be shackles. When Richard and I lived there, you could see it posted all through Manchester, pictures of how he had bombed them. He said, mostly all soldiers will die and never return. He asked the people in the streetcar how he should vote. They all stood up and told him, war, sir, we want to go to war. Mr. Churchill went to Parliament and he gave the greatest speech he ever gave on how we must go to war and not surrender to Hitler. He told them, you cannot, because people said, well, maybe we can reason with Hitler and maybe we won't go to war and, gee, Maybe Hitler will be nice. His answer was, you cannot reason with a tiger 
when your head is in its mouth. Girls, sometimes you sometimes you'll catch yourself reasoning with the devil while your head is in his mouth. You have to fight just like they did. Mr. Churchill went to Parliament and they, they went to war against Churchill and won the war. I mean, against Hitler and won the war. They said, fight. We want to fight. And that's trouble with us. Sometimes we don't fight. We just give in. You are called at this very time and for this very place. God doesn't make mistakes. And he saves the best for the last. And that's you and me. We are in a war and we know what to do. In Acts, uh, the first chapter, Jesus said, it is not for us to know the times or the seasons. That's left with the Father. You are going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. That was his promise. So don't try to figure it out. We have it, and we have it now. And that's why we can win the war against our enemy. We have the dunamis, dunamis power of the Holy Spirit in us. And God's word means that we're excellent of soul, and it's for the working of miracles. It's not just to sit in the pews, but it's when we get out of these doors and everything comes on us. Are you wounded because somebody hurt you? Jesus got kicked out of church. The churches wouldn't even let him in. His disciples were separated at his torturing. They took off. The angels and God the Father do not fail. They don't fail. God wrote a book about you in heaven and all you would accomplish. Angels are assigned to that book and guide you into his will that he wrote for your life. So not only did he leave us the Holy Spirit, he left us angels that are guiding us. You cannot just quit. Sometimes we want to, but we can't. <laughs> we have to keep going. Get up and fight. Don't moan. Don't crab. Fight. I'm afraid to not get up and fight. When things get really bad, I just say, okay, I'm going to fight through this. And sometimes things don't seem to work, be working out. <clears throat> God chose you. You didn't choose him. He actually chose each and every one of us. We are all connected to each other. And that's why he doesn't like us to fight with brothers or sisters, because we're connected. Get out of that tailspin of defeat.
feet. A lot of us are in that tailspin. Trauma comes and we're like, oh my God, get out now, we need you. The thing people fear the most is the fear of failure. Nobody wants to fail. And at times it looks like we failed and the next thing we know is God's taking care of it. And you know, whatever trial we're going through, he's on the other end of it. He's fixing it. People are afraid and worried about things that haven't even happened. And I know I'll go and I'll tell my husband, ah, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And, and I'm working things through, and he says, are you serious? You actually think that might happen? Well, maybe. And he says, stop worrying about things that have not happened. Tomorrow is bright. That's what we have to tell ourselves. Every time you reach out and give someone something, whether it's money, whether it's a gift, whether it's just help, angels are recording that in heaven. Many times I'll see somebody and I'll want to go give them some money because, you know, I could tell that they have nothing. And then I ask myself, uh, I've heard about those people. I've read about those people. They come on TV that they're all fakes. And God tells me that's my business. You just help them. Let's tell the devil we're the new sheriff in town. Not him. We are. We are the new sheriff in town. I'm glad a lot of our, us girls are wearing military things this morning because that's us. There's no failure in Christ. No failure. So many times we think we've failed. He can clean that up in a second. He gives you so many opportunities to bless people. I'm going to tell you something that just really made me sick. In our society today, they say, don't touch an eagle's egg. Don't touch a gold eagle's egg. Don't touch a bald eagle's egg. They're precious. So if I went and I touched one, I'm either going to pay $5,000 or one year in jail if I touch an eagle egg. I want you to listen to me. Whether you've heard this or not, I don't know. But now they are trying to make a law, listen to this, that a woman can abort her baby, listen to this, 20 days after it's alive. 20 days after this baby's been on earth and alive. If the mother decides she doesn't want the baby after all, she doesn't have to do a thing. They'll kill it for her. 20 days after it's alive. I couldn't believe it. A failure 
is one step closer towards your goal. Have you ever thought you failed at something and you're all upset with yourself and all of a sudden everything's done and it wasn't a failure. God just had a different idea for it. So uh, one thing I want to say, everybody needs, and listen to this, write it down if you can. Everyone needs to be valued and safe. Is that not true? I want to be valued. I just want people to know that, hey, I'm a woman, I'm here, and I want to feel safe. Remember that, women, as we're getting mad at our husbands, let's value them. Let's make them safe. That's all a human being wants. So angels don't fail. We fail by what we think of ourselves. There's times when we put ourselves down and um, God doesn't want, want that. We fail by what we think. Think. Do something you can do. And, and this, to me, is one of the answers. Do you know that the women that are sitting next to you, who's ever next to you, has at least, minimum, three gifts that God has given them? Three gifts, minimum. He uses the word in Romans, as severally. You could have a hundred gifts, I don't know, but you at least have three gifts. Those gifts, you get to encourage people with your gift by helping them. I mean, I, I saw one day, I, I wasn't going to use this illustration, but let's see, do I have a little bit of time? Um, one of my nieces was outside, and Tracy was trying to put the car seat in, and I'm horrible at stuff like that. Anything I have to use my hands, I'm like, ugh, forget it. And she's, you know, holding the baby, and she's trying, and then here comes one of my little nieces, and she went, or I think she's a cousin, and she just, all of a sudden, she went, And I'm watching her, and I'm going, oh, my God, she did that. And here, Tracy was struggling with that. And her mom told me, ah, she does that all the time, like it was nothing. And I thought, well, to me, that's something. Why did they make something? You call it a car seat, and they make you do all that to get it in your car. But I thought, can you imagine if every woman went service ends that they walk up to the mothers and say I'll hold your kids while you're getting the rest in the car so that these ones my mom had I have five brothers my mom had five boys and why she did that I have no idea but that's what God gave her if somebody had come to help my mom I'm sure she would have appreciated just the smallest thing. So remember, you have three gifts. 
And um, that'd be a good conversation asking the person, not right now, but next to you, okay, come on, you have three gifts. What are they? Because I've been doing that to women. Don't work at what you hate, or you will always hate your work. Um, I know when I was getting ready to graduate, I'm like, okay, what pays the most? What job's going to pay me the most money? But I ended up with the job I love, and that's being a pastor's wife. Everyone in here should be doing something in your gifting. That's the only time you're really, really happy. I don't care what it is, baking cakes, making chili, whatever it is. Um, I want you to know that do what your gift is and all devils will fall off. Are you tortured this morning? Do you hear the devil calling your names and telling you this and telling you that? You just work in your gifting and he'll run. You know why? Because you're happy. And when we're working in our gift, we're happy. And I just want to share, um, many of you don't know him, but there's a... I guess I'll call him a minister, but he teaches, and he's been to heaven. And if you ever heard one of his teachings, he's been to heaven. He's like um, the man that we'll be having in November. And he saw people in heaven using their gift that they used here on earth. So operate in your gift, you will have value. Don't walk out the door and totally forget, forget it. Work in your gift. Devils can't do anything to you when you are in your gifting. The girls that, that sang for us, oh my God, I have sat in the pew and thought, how come I can't sing? It's not, I'm not even saying I would get up here and sing, but people, I remember when I was in England, they said, oh, are you a pastor's wife? And I would say yes. And they'd say, do you sing? And I told them, no, I'm a terrible singer. And, and they said, well, what do you do? And I said, well, actually, um, nothing. <laughs> I don't know what I do, but I, I asked God to show me, and he showed me things. So when you deliver someone from devils, I want you to know something. If they go back, the Bible says they're going to be seven times worse. So we can walk around and, you know, start praying for people and walk away. But the root is fear, and love casts out fear. Love casts out fear. The other root is rejection, 
and it comes at birth. And I'm almost done. So you sh in Romans 8.15, catch this. It says, so you should not be like cowering, uh, fearful slaves. You should behave instead like God's very own children with full acceptance. Everybody in this building, God accepted you fully. He doesn't care what you look like. He doesn't care what you act like. Jesus went to the cross for you. You are accepted. Accept him. Accept the way you look. Accept what he's done in your life. So 2 Corinthians says, there is a 517, therefore if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. We're new creations, full of gifts, full of responsibilities. Old things are passed away. All things become new. The fight is in your mind. There's a book by Carolyn Leaf, and she's a brain surgeon in Australia. And she said that inside our brain, the veins look like trees, and they turn black when there's something negative going on in our life. Black. You have to oppose yourself. Tell yourself, I do. You know what, Nancy? You're not, you're not doing any good just sitting here going, oh, and this happened and that happened. And, oh. Things are always going to come against us. Bring any bad thought down immediately. The root is fear and rejected. We're not feeling accepted at that time. Get every thought and make it captive. I'm going to end with this. Second Chronicles 7.14. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves first, pray second, seek my face three, and four, turn from their wicked ways. He says, then, then, after you've done all four, he says that he will hear from heaven and he will forgive our sins and heal our land. Not, not before. He's going to do that the moment we do this. There's women and men too that come and pray and pray and pray in this church for our whole fellowship because we know there's good things ahead. And I'm just going to tell you this. This is something that's like supernatural. But when I was in England, God showed me that our ministry is going to be a last day ministry. We're ones that are going to usher in the presence of God. Not just us, but we're one of them. And I'm so excited for our kids 
for our grandkids, for our great-grandkids. They're going to usher in the presence of God if we don't do it first. Praise you, Lord. God bless you.